Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Depending on where in the world you are, mi gente, I appreciate you tuning in this week and sharing your Monday blues with me. And if you haven't done so already, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok at its.me.shell or on Facebook at its.me.shell.s for more content, behind the scenes, upcoming episodes, or so we can just say, we missed each other because I know we did. But I'm back. All right. See you at the spa. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me, Shabbat. Mi familia, saludos. How are we feeling? Uh, welcome to another episode of It's Me, Shell. And if this is your first time visiting, hi, it is I, your host, Michelle S. And I hope everyone's weekend was amazing. And happy belated fourth. I know I went MIA, but I was camping with the fam. And I will tell you right now, it was amazing. Had to disconnect and reconnect with nature and earth and all that good jazz so you know i'm back now but i'm glad i did it definitely whenever you get the chance to kind of remove yourself from everyday life take that shit grab onto it give it a hug and let it go when you're ready now getting into the nitty gritty yeah i got that from nacho libre oh jack black man i love that movie so like i said before getting right into the nitty gritty bill cosby yeah, he's out. Ain't that some shit? That's some fucking crazy stuff. I mean, we asked for Britney. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. The universe got it all twisted. I don't know. Between 2020, COVID, and then 2021, because I feel that it was a trifecta. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what happened. Okay, but in uh, better news, I just read that Megan Thee Stallion has joined the Marvel Universe. She's going to play She-Hulk. Um, I believe it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. It's definitely going to be a series. But I'm not going to lie. Disney has been doing their thing since WandaVision. I mean, they got me. I'm definitely trapped. Congrats to Megan. I'm very excited. Oh, also, Instagram is changing the rules now? I mean, let's talk about that. Instagram is now focusing on creators videos, shopping, and messaging. So basically, because TikTok is its biggest competitor, along with YouTube, um, I think Instagram is trying to keep up. So we see you, Instagram. Hello. Thank you for prioritizing us creatives. I'm very happy about that. I don't want to speak for everyone, but as a creator, it is very hard to get your work out there. I mean, you really have to work hard at it. So to have a platform that will now prioritize that, it's pretty cool. So thanks. Now, I left this for last because I did an episode about being Afro-Latina and how I, you know, kind of explained my background and things like that and how my grandfather was Haitian. May his soul rest in peace. Um, So I don't know if you guys have picked up on what's going on, but on July 7th, Haiti's president, Jovin Moise, 
Um, he was killed during an attack in his home. And now the Prime Minister, Claude Joseph, that's the best French accent, I'm working on it here, has declared a state of siege in the country. Okay, without getting too much into politics, because that's not really my thing, like I'll, I'll read on it, I'll educate myself, but actually kind of involving myself in these types of conversations and things like that, it's not really my thing. I think politics, the government, all that kind of stuff, it's kind of a disaster, so I try to stay away from things that I know in my mind I can't control, and I don't know if I'm the only one who gets upset when they think of things that they can't control or try to make like these major changes but I do I get very upset you know because you're like fairness fairness and sometimes not everyone is with you I don't know I just think it's a little messy I will definitely talk about it I will debate about it to a certain extent I will discuss plans that in my head sound like a good idea but politics is just not my thing you know so I will say this historically speaking the suffrage of the Haitian people and the help that they received, it doesn't add up. Now, I'm not condoning violence at all. I just want to be clear. But my money will always be on Haiti. And I will let you go back and, you know, read on Haiti's history and their revolutionary war to become independent so you understand where I'm coming from so I think that's all I have for current events you know I like to drop that knowledge so there you go mi gente and I also want to say this I'm so sorry for the noise you're hearing it's hot as fuck so I have ACs running I have fans going and if you didn't know this by now I think I mentioned this already my recording booth is at home so, yeah, there's, like, crazy amount of noise. So I apologize for that. But welcome to my world. It's like we're sitting in my home together. So welcome. As La Comay says all the time, mi casa es su casa. Okay, mi gente, so getting right into it. If you're heading to work, already at work, or you've just gotten home because your day's over, let me help you forget that it's Monday by setting a different scene. I'm going to create the scenario for y'all. I'll give you some time to get ready. Senore, let's go. All right, so we're going to get a little nostalgic today. Let's talk about those wonderful mornings you would wake up, get dressed, head to school. And although you just wanted to wake up, eat cereal, and watch cartoons, you weren't that upset heading into school because there was always this one person who was there to meet you and greet you and take you under their wing. And of course, I'm talking about grades fifth and below because, I don't know, I feel like sixth, seventh, and eighth grades through high school and college, you kind of hated having to go to school. But for some reason, you always had this one teacher who just made your heart flutter. Yes, mi gente, we're talking about our favorite teacher. Yes! We all had that one teacher that we called our favorite. I mean, we went crazy when they were around. We didn't know how to act. 
We were excited. Our little hearts just leapt for joy when they came around. I don't know why. We felt so comfortable around them. We can be ourselves. Now, this is long overdue. I know uh, Teacher Appreciation Week was in the beginning of May, May 3rd through the 7th, I want to say. But I wanted to talk about it because now that officially school is over, at least for my children, I know one of my daughters, they're going to camp right now. Um, And since restrictions have been lifted, she can actually go into the school for summer camp. However, COVID has really taught me that being a teacher is hard as fuck. Like, we drop off our children to school, and we're like, yeah, they're getting an education. Meanwhile, teacher's like, Johnny, no. Johnny, Johnny, no. No, Johnny, stop. Sit. No, Johnny. And we don't really think about that. We're just like, why can't you do your homework? What is your teacher doing wrong? So I want to kind of give them a little shout out. What's up, teachers? We see you. I appreciate you. Okay? So to get a little personal, when I was in fifth grade, I used to get these panic attacks. Now, if I'm 100% honest, I can't remember the name of my fifth grade teacher. I don't know why. But she helped me with my panic attacks. I mean, what kind of teacher does that? Today, teachers would, like, infiltrate your life and you wouldn't be able to trust them because they're going to say, oh, wow, why are you getting panic attacks? We have to talk to your parents. What's going on? Let's call this agency. Let's call that agency. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Okay, I just want to be clear once again, not that there's anything wrong with that because sometimes agencies do have to intervene or get involved. But this teacher just kind of trusted me. And I mean, she did look over, she did speak to my mom, but she didn't go over that line that would probably make me look at her and be like, see, this is why I can't trust anyone. So I do appreciate her. I mean, there were a lot of things going on at home, which caused me to get the attacks. Um, They just kind of suddenly started. But she helped me by teaching me ways to recognize when I was getting those attacks and how to, you know, get rid of them or calm them down. She was really into pottery. She loved pottery. And she taught me how to cope with my panic attacks through pottery. Like, she would sit me down in a little, like, closet she created um, in the classroom, which was pretty big now that I think about it. And I would sit there and make pottery. And my panic attacks were, like, completely gone by the end of fifth grade. So, yes, I say again, I appreciate her because if she didn't teach me that coping mechanism, I don't know where I would have been by, like, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade because... You know, things like that, when you're, like, anxious, sometimes it turns into anger. And that anger makes you lash out, makes you do things you don't really want to do because you know they're wrong. But it's your cry for help. So if it hadn't been for her, I don't know how I would have been or where I would be because she taught me how to redirect. Now, there's always two sides of a story, right? So you... I don't want to say this is necessarily the way it always goes, but you do have good and you have bad. John, my best friend, as you know, if you've listened to um, the previous episodes when I was talking about my best friend, John, real obnoxious-like, 
there was a teacher he didn't like. Um, and listen, he taught us, let's see, what did he do? Not talent. Hmm. Let's say performing arts. Okay. So he taught us performing arts and he played my best friend. Okay. Because he took the lead away and gave it to the green eyed young man whose name I won't mention. Um, but I'm not going to get into it. I'll let John tell it. I'm sure pretty soon we're going to get together and a lot of this stuff is going to come out. So be prepared. But isn't it interesting, the drama that we start or the drama we would get into when we were younger and thinking about it now, I don't see myself giving anyone the time of day, honey. Okay. So it's like drama, drama, who drama me? No, that's too messy, honey. We're too cute for all of that. So we all have different experiences, but listen, honey, Nobody could tell me nothing. My teacher would take me with her outside if she wanted to pick something up. She bought me food. She let me sit in the classroom, eat lunch with her. She let me be the line leader. And you know how we all love being the line leader. <laughs> Yo, all the kids wanted to be down because I had the plug. That shit changed in like seventh grade because being a teacher's pet was whack. But fifth grade was amazing and it was because of her. My teacher was a rider, like she didn't snitch. And honestly, in today's world, like I said before, I don't think, I don't think that would fly. And I don't necessarily think it would be a good thing because the world has definitely changed. But if I can think for her or kind of get in her mind, I think she trusted her gut enough to know that I was good. I wasn't in any danger or anything like that. She taught me breathing exercises, how to count to 10 and relax. It was a great experience. Although the circumstances sucked, I took a lot of that with me. And that's important as a kid because motherfuckers will test you. And knowing how to handle it helps. Truth time, though. I'm going to tell you the truth. That shit did go out the window when I hit high school. <laughs> Anger and drama hits different when you're in high school, right? Fuck that noise. You wasn't going to be punked out. But in the grades that I guess it mattered, uh, it definitely helped. <laughs> Such a double standard, I know. Hey, listen, I'm just speaking my truth here. <laughs> I'm actually working on a skit for the It's Me Wednesday series where Lakomai portrays her favorite teacher or even authoritative figure because we had many figures we kind of looked up to in school, right? We have the principal, we have like the after-school program teacher. There was always that one person that we went crazy for. It was like they were celebrities. I don't know what the fuck that was all about, but it felt good to kind of praise them. I actually asked my oldest daughter if she had a favorite teacher or just someone in the school that she can turn to or someone she felt comfortable with. And I was saddened to hear that she didn't. And like I said before, high school hits different. And congratulations to my honey bunny. She's in 10th grade now. Um, so I'm thinking that maybe because she's a teenager, she's just like, no, I get shit done on my own. I have friends. And the words that came out my mouth to her were, oh my God, that's so sad. She's looking at me like, no, ma, the fact that you had a favorite teacher and were a teacher's pet is sad. <laughs> I'm like, shit, you're right. Times have definitely changed, mi gente. Which brings us to our favorite segment, Window Talks with La Comay. 
Some of my fans, friends, or foes send me questions, dilemmas, ideas, or comments, and La Comay gives them advice to help them with whatever they got going on from her little round table in the kitchen, by the window, or she reads them to death while sipping her tea. It's also a time where La Comay reflects on shit and she shares it with you all. You know, she drops knowledge, talks shit, whatever she wants, there's no stopping her. So this week I asked, who was your favorite teacher or authoritative figure in school? And what experiences do you remember, whether good or bad? And La Comay had some stuff to say. Mi gente, I just want to remind you to follow me on Twitter at it's underscore me underscore shell. Hugs and kisses, dolls. Hola, hello, buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, everybody. It's me, La Comay. Buenas y bienvenidos. It's me, La Comay, Michele. Welcome. How are you? How you been? I hope you've been good. I hope you had a good 4th of July. Well, the fucking fireworks. I missed you, my darlings. Listen, before we get into it, can we talk about that monsoon? Listen, that flash flood was crazy, okay? I was underwater. I was basically swimming. I hope everybody's okay. I mean, there were carros underwater. People couldn't get on trains. It was wild out here. You literally needed a boat to get from point A to point B. Okay, so this week we asked if we had any favorite teachers or, I don't know, any favorite authority figures while we was in school. And you know I did, so let me tell you believe it or not my favorite person in school was the principal listen yo i had this principal her name was miss torres and you could tell she was from around the way like she didn't play no games and when she would get really mad she would yell at you and her voice would get real deep i was scared of that bitch okay i had so much respect for her and at first i was like oh she don't like me is it because i'm loud because you know i was loud i was always the loudest one in class i was always talking so much shit and I remember one time she called me doing some crazy buffuckery. She pulled me out of class and she gave me the nicest pep talk, okay? She was like, mira, mi niña, you're my favorite. What's the problem? Why are you acting out? And ever since then, I was like, <coughs> I gotta show up and show out, okay? I had to be number one. I had to be the best. Listen, she gave you the best pep talks. And even though she would like scream and yell, you would look in her eyes. And she'll be like smiling. She'll be, what's it called? Smizing? Oh my goodness gracious. She was just such a good principal. And when she started off, she was just a regular teacher. Then all of a sudden, next day I go to school. And Miss Torres was standing there with her little skirt, her little cute pumps, with her little stockings on, a little blazer, talking about, I'm the new principal now. <laughs> yes, you are, bitch. <laughs> you the captain, huh? Back in the days, our teachers and stuff, we kind of looked at them like our parents. I mean, we spent half the time with them anyway. So a lot of the stuff that we did, we were being reprimanded by like our parents. So we had a lot of respect. I mean, it's not like that now anymore. I know it's very different. Pero I remember that shit like it was yesterday. I was in like fourth grade, okay? You couldn't tell me nothing. But 
I feel like that's what we need in school. We need that person who makes us feel good, who makes us feel comfortable, who makes us feel like we're at home because shit, like I said before, we're there half the time anyway. So yeah, we're going to treat each other like we family. Punto y aparte. I feel like anybody who has to take care of anybody else's children have really tough jobs because you're caring for another life and you have to teach them, educate them at the same time. <laughs> God damn, honey, that's a lot. But, oh, you know, they made it work, and I was very happy and very grateful that I got that experience. And that's all I have to say about that. Y mira, don't forget, mi casa es su casa. Just let me know when you're coming, because I'll be busy. But my window is always open. I just want to remind you to follow my girl on her tiki-taki and her Twitter. And don't forget to tune in to It's Me Wednesday. Every Wednesday, of course, because you know I'm going to be there. I just want to get you close to the Friday, okay? See you on Wednesday. Well, you heard of me, gente. La Comay has spoken. Teachers have a very, very hard job. Not only do they educate our children, but they act as their second parents, too. They have to help them feel comfortable to go to them and say something's bothering me whether it's at home whether it's in school whether it's about their grades about their class about another teacher it's a lot they have on their plate and like i said before i commend them because it's not an easy job it's hard enough being a parent at home imagine teachers you know they get all the attitude they they get all this shit but at the end of the day they still care for our children And I think that's what matters, that we have good teachers out there who not only want to teach our children what they need to know, but they also want them to feel comfortable and to feel like they're at home. Because like Lakomai said, half the day is spent away from home. Half the day is spent with them. So we all got to kind of work as a team. And I'm very grateful that I had those memorable experiences with my fifth grade teacher. Bueno, my people, mi gente, it's about that time. Like always, I want to thank you for spending your precious moments with me. But before I go, I want to remind you to please, please make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at its.me.shell or on Facebook at its.me.shell.s and click that follow and like button. This way you can send me messages, questions, comments, requests, or we can just say hey, okay? Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at it's underscore me underscore shell. You know I'm here for you all, so let's read some shit out into existence. Don't forget to tune in to a new episode of It's Me Wednesday on IGTV. You know like Omai is super excited, so please show some love. Just trying to make the road to Friday a lot easier. That brings us to the end of It's Me, Shell. And you can catch It's Me, Shell every Monday to make sure your week starts off on the right foot or so we can just say fuck Mondays together. Oh yeah, I wanted to mention this. There's a feature on Anchor where you, the listener, can leave me voice messages and I can add them onto the episode. So if you would like to hear yourself, just give me a shout out and I'll definitely upload it onto the episode. Come on, let's share the love. And lastly, I want to leave you with this. I know I mentioned it earlier when I was discussing current events, 
But we literally asked the universe to free Britney. And homegirl freed fucking Bill Cosby. Yikes. Ain't that some shit. I'll see y'all next week. Peace and love. I'm out.